Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. As we go through life and through the week and just count down the hours that we can be back together and join in fellowship and gain strength and, and sit around His Word is always encouraging and exciting. Tonight, I, I, I don't have nothing new, um, but I just feel like I've, God has laid something on my heart. I just want to sh- feel like I want to share tonight. If you will, turn with me to Luke chapter 19. And we'll start reading verse 1. This is a, this is a, a story of, that anybody who's been around church very long, they uh, talked about this or learned this one of the first you, children's ministries and talking about Zacchaeus. He's a familiar character in the Bible. But in Genesis, I mean Luke, I've got a Genesis. Luke 19 and verse 1, the Bible says, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans. And he was rich, and he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and he could not for the press, because he was a little, he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. Verse 5 says, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. If you will join me in prayer right now. Lord, I ask you right now, Lord Jesus, to touch me. Lord, I ask you to touch this vessel, Lord Jesus. I ask you to allow me to minister right now, Lord Jesus, to this congregation, Lord. Lord, I ask you to touch each one that's here tonight, Lord Jesus, in the in service tonight. Lord, anyone that's listening on the web, Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to minister to each one. Will allow this word to be as a seed planted in their hearts tonight, Lord Jesus, that it may grow into something, Lord Jesus, into the future, Lord. Lord, stir and stir this, stir us up and draw us closer to you. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. You may be seated. I'm going to talk to us for a few nights tonight from this title, Jesus is Calling Your Name. Well, the story of Zacchaeus, we know we've, we, like I said, is we, we, we taught this story or we heard this story from, from youngest of our childhood. One of the first stories I remember from Sunday school was about Zacchaeus, the wee little man that, that clumb up in the tree to see Jesus. We, we talk about this story, but when we find Zacchaeus, you know, here Zacchaeus was, you know, we found him, find him in life and we find him, you know, wanting to see Jesus. So many times in my, in, in my life and growing up around church and being in church, I myself have had many times when I was wondered 
if God knew who I was. Anybody ever else wondered that? If God even really knew who I was. Or still there was other times I wondered where God was and who he was. As a child growing up, I always, in my mind, you know, that was just, I wanted to know why, why, where he was. And, you know, the, the, I heard stories about he was in heaven and I heard stories about, you know, he was here. And, but I just, you know, I always wondered where God was. Did he really, another question is, did he really care what happened to me? We find ourselves in life, you know, wondering that. Through life, you know, we find ourselves wondering if he cares about me. Zacchaeus was a man who was lost and didn't even realize it. And so many times in life we find ourselves just like Zacchaeus. We find ourselves lost and undone. We find ourselves lost and not really even even understanding how far we have drifted away from God. Tonight we may be in this place and we may not even realize that we have drifted from God. Drifted away from him and got distance between him. But that's how easy it is sometimes in life. But, you know, when we look at Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus' name means innocent. However, Zacchaeus was nothing but, he was anything but innocent. He was someone everyone would call a bad guy. He was the type of person that, you know, they, here he was. He was a, you know, the, if we go into the things, he was a tax collector. But he collected taxes. He stole from the, the, his own people. And here he was crooked. He was, you know, not a good guy. He stole the money from his neighbors. And, and obviously he didn't have very, probably very many friends. On one side of Zacchaeus' life, Zacchaeus' life seemed pretty good. He was wealthy. Everything seemed like it was going good in his career. His life looked good. You know, some sides of Zacchaeus' life was everything was looking good. I know I'm taking a few minutes to kind of talk about Zacchaeus, but I feel like we can find ourselves where Zacchaeus is at. But still he was lost. He probably felt all along in times, felt secluded. When you, when you do people wrong sometimes, you find yourself feeling all alone. Even when people was around, he felt like he was all by himself. One day, Zacchaeus heard about someone that was coming through town. And that someone was going to be passing through. And he had heard of Jesus of Nazareth. He heard that Jesus was coming. He had heard that Jesus was healing people. Jesus was changing people's lives. And Zacchaeus had that hunger in his heart to really want to do something for God. I believe he, wanted to, he really wanted to do something. He wanted to be different than what he really was. And he was longing for that. He had heard about Jesus. He had heard how Jesus had changed people's life. But Zacchaeus, so Zacchaeus, he, he looked for Jesus. But as a crowd gathered, as it many times it did when Jesus came along, Zacchaeus couldn't get to where Jesus was at. So, you know, the, we says the little song we sing as a nursery is Zacchaeus was a wee little man. He was small in stature. But he found a way he found him a tree to climb up in and he ran him down the road and climbed up in a sycamore tree and to, just to see Jesus. But tonight I want to say, I just want to stop right here in the, the part of the story because I feel like Zacchaeus really didn't care really to meet Jesus. He just was curious about Jesus. He really didn't want to Get right up to him. I really, I think his, I feel like he had heard about how Jesus had 
had revealed things to people. I found sometimes, you know, and I, I've been in services time, sometimes when prophetic things happen, and sometimes you see people that collect to that, and some people back up from that because they don't really want people to reveal what their hidden sins in their life. And I feel that's where Zacchaeus was in his life. He, I feel like he wanted to see Jesus, and he wanted to experience what Jesus was all about. But he didn't really want to get that close to Jesus. He really wanted to, he didn't really want to touch Jesus. He just wanted to be like in his life, just be like everyone else and just see what he's all about. See him heal someone. See a miracle. But I feel like if he really wanted to see Jesus or he really wanted to be in, get in touch with Jesus, he would have been like the lady in Luke 8 with the issue of blood. Here she was, probably weak and like Zacchaeus. Here she was weak, but she, but she had more than something driving in her. She had a disease in her body that she wanted Jesus to touch her. She wanted more than just a relationship. She wanted her just to, to watch him heal someone else. She wanted, he wanted her to touch his, her life. And so if, if Zacchaeus really wanted a relationship with Jesus, if he really wanted Jesus to touch his life, he would have pushed through the crowd. The crowd wouldn't have been big enough. The crowd wouldn't have kept him away. The Bible says she pushed this lady that was weak who had this issue of blood. It didn't matter how weak her body was. She felt through that because she desired to have a touch from Jesus. She was touching him. She was going to touch the hem of his garment. It didn't matter what, who's, how many times she got stepped on, how many times she got pushed around, how many times she told, was told to get out of the way. She was going to touch his garment. And so here she was. She was, she was determined to, to touch Jesus. He didn't want to get out, get out of his comfort zone. Here Zacchaeus was. He, was, he wanted to just stay where he was at. He, wanted to, he, didn't want to, he didn't want to get inconvenienced in his life. Things in his life was going good. He probably thought about this thing. He says, well, if Jesus changes my life, it's going to change my paycheck. And sometimes we find ourselves like Zacchaeus. Do I really want to be close to God? Do I really want to draw closer to him? Is it going to inconvenience my life any? Or am I going to have to get out of my comfort zone? Zacchaeus may have said, oh, man, it took too much time to push through and get where I can touch Jesus. I'll just go over here and get in this tree and I'll take my quick little look and then I'll just go on down the road. I know I'm, I'm, I know I'm kind of, maybe I'm not trying to rewrite the, the Bible, but I'm just thinking about you know, how, how flesh works. And here's how Zacchaeus, he may or not want to have got his clothes a little dirty. He said, as long as I sit up in this tree limb, I'm, I, I, don't, I won't get knocked down. I won't get scuffed. And so many times in life, you know, we find ourselves being like Zacchaeus. What is this really going to cost me to push closer to God? What Zacchaeus didn't know is that someone was looking for him that day. He wasn't just a he was not just someone that someone was looking for him and that someone was Jesus Christ. It was a lot of ways we are like Zacchaeus, you know, in our life. And, but here Zacchaeus is going through life and here he was just wanting to be entertained and wanted to be involved and just see what Jesus could do. But Jesus was looking for Zacchaeus because Zac Jesus wanted to change Zacchaeus' life. Most of us are like Zacchaeus. We're busy in our lives. We think life seems good most of the time or sometimes in our life we find ourselves just going through life and allowing life to get busy 
Like Zacchaeus, most of us have heard of a guy named Jesus. And most of us have even have some type of relationship with a man named Jesus. We might even wonder if someone important like Jesus may have wanted to, to meet us or be interested in seeing us or being interested in being involved in our life. Even if we were, would we not, if we were, if Jesus was in, wanted to see us, would we be embarrassed to meet him? So many times in life, that may have been some of Zacchaeus' thing. He may have been, well, he's in a little bit of embarrassed about what he, had, what he had in his life, the hidden stuff in his life. Maybe that's why he's, he's didn't push to the front. Tonight I'm asking these questions. I, you know, I had a lot of questions, and I know I'm not kind of adding to some things of kind of my thought about what Zacchaeus was thinking. But so many times in life, is some of these things is the reason we don't push forward. Reason we don't step out and draw closer to God because we are a little bit of ashamed of what we've got hidden in our life. What may get revealed, what may get in our life, may be, be put out for everyone to see. Sometimes we may even feel a little bit lost. Things seem to be going just fine in our life. We're lost but don't even know it. Other times we don't even have thing, things and troubles in our life. But Zacchaeus. You know, and we look at his life and we find him perched on the limb and the tree. But we find what Jesus does. Jesus stops the crowd and the crowd quietens when Jesus stops moving. And he calls out Zacchaeus. And, we, and as I read it, he says, Zacchaeus, you probably thought in here, he, he knows my name. Now Zacchaeus, he looked down at that from this tree and he's like, now this guy's he's getting personal. He's calling me down off my limb. He's calling me down out of my little safe place. And sometimes Jesus is calling us to a place of uncomfortable. But Jesus is calling us to a place because he wants to use us. Jesus had a, had a life in a, to, to save that day. He wouldn't just go out Zacchaeus about his sins. Because he called, Jesus promised him a home in heaven. He told him that he would told Zacchaeus that he'd forgive him for all the sins in his life. That's why Jesus is calling us out. He don't call us out to, to, uh, to out our sins and things in life. He calls us out because he wants to forgive us our sins. He's calling us to, a, to, to, to forgiveness today. As So many times in, in life, we want to keep Jesus like Zacchaeus at arm's reach. But when really Jesus, all he's wanting to do is he's wanting to change our life. He wants to give us a better life. Jesus knows us, he already knows us, knows everything about us. The Bible says in Luke 12 and 7 that he knows every hair on our head. He knows us, everything about us and before we was even born. The Bible says he even knitted us together in the womb. We were important to Jesus. Jesus told a story about a shepherd that had a hundred sheep and lost one. And he said that heaven rejoices over that one lost sheep more than he does the 99 that's in the fold. So today that tells me that God loves me. God wants to go before me. At the end of the story, Jesus told them that they, they're dying, they, they repent in heaven, they worship in heaven, they, party in, they throw a party in heaven for that one lost sheep. There is a party going, going forth. I want to see a party Go forth in this service tonight when one lost soul comes to him or one lost soul comes closer to him. Jesus is calling for us because he already loves us. He died on a cross for our sins. 
He took our place for our sins in his life. Today, and you know, we find ourselves, would we be like, like to find a way like Zacchaeus did? Zacchaeus found, Jesus found Zacchaeus. And the thing about it is, is Jesus already knew where Zacchaeus was at. Just like that, he knows where we're at tonight. It doesn't matter how far we've drifted away from here, from him, or how far we've drifted in whichever direction. Jesus already knows right where we're at. Tonight I asked someone, would you like to meet Jesus? Would you like to draw closer back to Jesus than where you've drifted away from him? Tonight I asked you this question. I said, can you hear him calling your name? Or have we allowed our world to get so loud that we can't even hear him? There's five levels of of hearing loss that happens usually when we get older. (laughs) From loud noises, they say, or different things. But there's four different levels of hearing loss. The first one is mild hearing loss. The quietest sounds people with mild, mild hearing loss can hear are between 25 and 40 decimals. This means that they cannot hear sounds soft, such as a ticking clock or a dripping faucet. Although they can't, they can follow. They can follow one-on-one conversation. It can be difficult to catch every word of a noisy environment. The second phase of hearing loss is moderate hearing loss. An average of someone with moderate hearing loss cannot hear sounds that are less than 40 to 75 decimals. People with moderate hearing loss may have difficulty understanding normal speech. One may be unable to hear the ringing of a doorbell or a telephone. Also, it can be difficult to follow or hear sounds during normal conversations. The third level of hearing loss is severe hearing loss. A person with severe hearing loss can have difficulty following a conversation without wearing a hearing aid. It is almost impossible to understand normal speech. And the fourth level of speech lo- hearing loss is profound hearing loss. This is the most significant and severe level of hearing loss. People who suffer from this degree of hearing loss cannot hear sounds softer than 90 to 120 decimals. Profound hearing loss makes it difficult to even hear loud sounds such as an airplane engine or a fire alarm. People with this degree of hearing loss cannot hear at all and usually rely on lip reading or gestures or visual clues. Just like this hearing loss, each one of these hearing steps of hearing loss starts Gradually losing. A lot of these people don't even realize, as the study says, don't even realize they've lost hearing until they may get to the place where they can't even hear an airplane engine. <laughs> and the, the study says that these, you know, so gradually that they don't even realize it until it's, sometimes it's things that could have been fixed is too late because it's not able to fix it. And so I refer that to our life. Sometimes we get to that same point. We have levels of hearing loss where we can't hear the word of God. In life, we find ourselves just getting to the place where we don't hear God all the time. And after a while, we get where we don't even hear him at all. We don't even, we can sit through things and we don't even hear the spirit of God moving. 
Sometimes that ultimate, that small voice is the first thing we lose. That little nudging that's keeping us directed. That little nudging in our life that keeps us going in the right path. But later we get to where we just completely run off the rail because we've got so far away we're not even hearing God and we can't even hear an airplane engine or a doorbell or even a fire alarm. A few years ago, it's been several years ago back now, we was at a ladies' conference. Yes, why I was at a ladies' conference? Because I was babysitting our daughter and I carried her daughter to the ladies' conference on Friday night to see her mom and we stayed in the hotel. But at 2 o'clock in the morning, the fire alarm went off of this multi-story hotel. Some of some of the ladies may have been there. Is here tonight. But as that fire alarm went off, it brought everybody out of a sleep. It didn't matter who you were, what you was wearing, and you didn't worry about your luggage. Everybody was storming down the stairway of that because they shut the elevators down because there was a true. It wasn't just a false alarm. It was a true fire alarm at two o'clock in the morning. But, you, but that fire alarm jerked you to wake. And so many times in life, you know, we heard, everyone heard that fire alarm. And they, they were making sure people heard that, you know, made sure, going door to door to make sure everyone was out of the hotel. And at that place, I thought about this. And when I was thinking about this, sometimes in life, we find ourselves, we have fell asleep at the wheel. Or we fell asleep in our life spiritually. And sometimes it takes a fire alarm to come in our life to shake us and wake us to the place. And I feel like tonight that's what God is wanting to do. He's wanting us, before we get to the place of we cannot hear him at all, I feel like God is wanting us to, to, to hear him. And I feel like he's wanting to shake us awake. He has always knew where we were, but he, sometimes we've missed his calling. We've missed him, the subtle voices in our life. I ask you the question we must ask. Will you hear his call? Will we hear his call? I feel he's calling us as a church. I feel like he's calling us to a next level. The, we've been preaching and we've been here, been preached to the last few months. Brother Boyd and every other minister that's preached behind this pulpit has been, been pushing us to go further and deeper. And I believe God is really wanting to do something deeper. But I ask us that question, or will we hear that call? Will we hear him calling us when he calls us? I feel he's calling us as a church. I feel he's calling us as individuals. Jesus is calling you tonight to rescue you from being lost in sin. You may say, well, I'm, not, I, I'm in church, and I'm not saying you're not. But I'm here to say something. I believe God is wanting to call us to something else in life. I feel like God is pushing harder in, in our life and he's wanting us not to miss that call. Jesus has come to seek and save the lost. Jesus is here to save us tonight. We must listen carefully and you will hear him calling you. Tonight as I begin to close, I ask us, will we hear him calling our name? I feel he's calling us as a church, I feel he's calling us tonight. The Bible says in Re Revelations 3 and 20, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him, and I will sup with him, and he with me. 
Tonight I feel like Jesus, I feel like God is at the, standing at our door knocking. I feel he's knocking tonight. And, and some that hears his voice, some that hadn't been allowed their, their hearing to get completely severed. I feel like there's some that won't even hear the trumpet sound. I feel like there's some that just has, have been rocked to sleep to the place that they won't even fear. But tonight I want us to, 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 to tune our hearing in to hear what he has to say. I feel like God is wanting to speak to us as a church. I feel like God is wanting to move us closer. But we got to hear his voice. we got to hear him call our name. As we stand across this place, I ask us tonight, this one question, I know I've said it many times. I ask us tonight, will you hear his voice? Will you hear him calling your name? This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.